0: All right, all right, you hear that sweet funk underneath me? This is a cold opening, we're just jumping right into it because I am speaking directly to the best of the best, most intimate podcasting I could possibly do, primetime premium podcasting experience. This is the Gringo Man Dingo, a.k.a. your favorite culture vulture's favorite culture vulture, a.k.a. your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster, a.k.a. the Gringo Man Dingo. Did I say that? A.k.a. the White Tito. This is Michael Rappaport. Um, so we're going to jump right into this. There's a, a, a bunch of things going on. Um, it's prime time. Um, I appreciate uh, all the prime time premium subscribers. A um, few things before I get into this shit, I am doing stand-up for real, I'm really busting my ass working, um, I know there's been a a, a good amount of uh, I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast fans show up at the shows, I love it, I appreciate it, I'm doing, I'm headlining Thursday, March 14th in Oxnard, at the Oxnard Improv. The Oxnard Improvisation, March 14th, and then on Thursday, March 21st, in Ontario, California. These places are like 70 minutes out of uh, Los Angeles. Um, I'm headlining there, too. Thursday, March 21st, at the Ontario Improv. Um, You can get tickets at ticketweb.com forward slash event forward slash Listen, just go to the improv uh, website. This fucking thing's really fucking long here. Um, but March 14th at the Oxnard Improv and Thursday, uh, March 21st at the Ontario Improv. And I'm also rocking Saturday, this Saturday at the Ice House in Pasadena. Uh, Paulie Shore is going to uh, uh, rock. I'm going to go on before him and do my thing. Um, But that's Saturday night at the Pasadena um, Ice House. It's a nice club, intimate club, loud. I like that place. Um, Anyway, it's the I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. Fuck it. Let's just jump into it. It has to be done because uh, it's sort of redundant with LeBron James and LeVar Ball, but they are fucking up the Los Angeles Lakers collectively. I'll deal with them one at a time. First of all, Lavar Ball, um, and I. And I, I, this goes out to Andy Frasco and Mr. Morris, who, who, and Ben Baller. Um, I know he's going to appreciate this because he's he's in pain. But Mr. Morris, uh, long time minister of defense of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, and uh, Andy Frasco, a friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast, they they said, uh, "Dingo," they hit me. They hit me up this morning, Dingo. Um, we, we need you. You're our voice. Uh, you know who else also said that? Miles Davis. Miles Davis, uh, one of the Dust Brothers, sound engineer of the I Am Rapport Stereo Pockets, he also said, Dingo, we need your voice. Because these guys are diehard Laker fans. And I think everybody's pretty familiar with my uh, respect for the Lakers. Uh, Magic Johnson will always get my respect. I don't hate the Lakers. I really liked them growing up again in the in the in the 80s loving basketball. At the end of the season, um it came down to the Celtics versus the Lakers a lot of time. Now I was a Philadelphia 76ers fan um out of the uh, East and then, of course my Knicks were my favorite, but you know when it came down to crunch time, it was usually the Celtics versus the Sixers and then either the Celtics or the Sixers would go and I would root for the Sixers or um it would be the the Celtics versus the Lakers, and of course they met met up a bunch of times. I would never root for the fucking Celtics. I hated those cocksuckers vehemently. It was never it was never taught. My father uh, doesn't have like that kind of like zestful hate for the Boston Celtics like I have. I just hated those cocksuckers. It's very well documented in uh, my book. This book has balls, sports drinks from the MVP of talking Trash, um, which I hope you have. And if you don't have, you should read it or you should at least get the audio book um, because it's its rants on top of ran- It's all rants. The whole book is fucking just rants. If we were redoing it, we would have done it with the Willie Hutch underneath it because there's so many Willie Hutch moments in this book has ball sports rants from the MVP of Talk Adjustment. You can get anywhere you get books. Say, well, how do I get it? Listen, motherfucker, it's anywhere, anywhere you get books Google, Amazon, iTunes, wherever the fuck you get books, online books. Stay focused. I love Magic Johnson. Okay. Um, I had high hopes for this Lakers team. I predicted that they would make it to the Western Conference Finals. Um, it's a shit show top to bottom now and starting with Levar Ball who just yesterday came out of the fucking he he had been in hiding he had been in hiding and he hadn't said anything i think uh, they made a deal with him or maybe he just said let me let uh let me let Lonzo live blah 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 he came out and said probably the most offensive things that he said uh in his in his little career as a as a uh, uh overprotective Overbearing stage father. He's basically a stage father. Le- 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 LeVar Ball's a stage dad. Um, you know what that is? That's like that when you know kids like Macaulay Culkin. He had a, his dad was a stage dad. Lindsay Lohan. He- Lindsay Lohan. Her- his mom. Her mom was a stage mom. It's instead of letting the kids shine, uh, the father or the mother wants to get all up in it. So Lonzo Ball, who who, by the way, never won a championship at any level. Of course, the best player in the region. and I think he might have won a, a, a high school um, championship. But this, this, is, this is not a big fucking deal. I'm sure he won some AAU tournaments. You know who also coached a team to a championship in an AAU tournament? Me. Me. And I didn't have any fucking Lonzo Balls. You should have seen the fucking talent I was working with. Lonzo Ball has not won jack shit. His UCLA team got bumped from the tournament when they were at NCAA from the Sweet 16. He's not a winner. He's not a proven winner. Winning high school doesn't doesn't matter. Uh, Winning AAU tournaments really fucking doesn't matter. LeVar Ball said yesterday, Luke Walton was the worst coach he ever had. It was Magic who said he was going to be the dang face of the franchise, but Magic ain't doing no coaching And the only person to kill Lonzo is the coach pulling him out and not having no confidence in him. I'm going to stop it right there. Uh, Lonzo Ball, uh, as talented as he may or may not be, he don't have that dog in him. Maybe he's got attention deficit disorder. Maybe Lonzo Ball has attention deficit disorder because some points in the game he's very focused and he looks like a good player. Other points in the game, it looks like he's just wandering off. By the way, I like my point guards to speak loud. You tell me one point guard that there wasn't a loud person. Magic, Isaiah, LeBron for all intents and purposes is a point guard, he controls the ball the most. Demonstrative personality, Jason Kidd, demonstrative personality, Allen Iverson, demonstrative personality, John Stockton, fucking demonstrative killer personality, Point guards need to speak. Point guards need to speak loud. They need to have the attention of the team. Lonzo Ball don't speak loud. Lonzo Ball don't speak up. He's repressed because his father, he's the one doing all the loud talking. It's the nature of having a father like that. The kid, he retreats. Your son ain't a leader. LeVar Ball went on to say, uh, that's what he does, he wins, your son hasn't won jack shit, Luke Walton turned him into a loser, if your son was, had grit and tenacity, if Lonzo Ball had grit and tenacity, nobody could turn him into a loser, you can't turn somebody into a loser, what kind of sucker, yo, see, that's that sucker shit, that is that straight up sucker shit, he said he's got a loser, a losers' mentality. He's like, oh yeah, he'll get it. Instead of just letting him go out there and do it. yo, Luke Walton won championships. Luke Walton's father. Don't forget who Bill Walton is. Just because you see him all kooky now and he's smoking weed with his bad back and his grave. Fucking Bill Walton was one of the best players in the league while he was healthy. His Portland Trailblazers team beat my Dr. J's Philadelphia 76ers. We're all be free and all those dudes. Do not sleep on Bill Walton. He was that dude. LeVar said, the Lakers gave my boy that losing attitude. Your boy is soft. That's the problem. And this is the shit that really offended me. He said, I'll tell you what, Lonzo makes everybody better. Look what he did all his life. You don't ever hear of Kuzma, if Lonzo don't make him in the Las Vegas Summer League. The Summer League is bullshit. Yo, the Summer League is a fucking joke. Remember how all those dudes were looking in the Summer League? Remember dudes that didn't make any team scoring 30 points in the Summer League? There's no defense in the regular season of the NBA. How much defense do you think is in the Summer League of the NBA? He's, he's, this is the next thing he said. He said, you see every time Kuzman plays by himself, Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram by themselves... They don't get nothing. They look raggedy. Yo, Duke, not only are you talking about your son's teammates, these guys are friends. You're talking about your son's friends. They're always going to have this experience of being young rookies and second-year players with the Lakers together. That'll be a bond and a brotherhood that these guys will have for the rest of their lives. And this dude is calling his son's friends, his son's brothers that they have to play with every night, raggedy. That's that sucker shit, saying the Lakers turned my boy into a loser. When has he won anything? Then he went on to say AD is good, but he's not a winner. How many playoff games has he won? This fucking guy won a championship at Kentucky. Your son's excited. You're excited about your son winning AAU tournaments in the Valley? Listen, Lonzo Ball has serious ankle problems. I think it's attributed to the fact that he's wearing big baller brand bullshit, bum, ass Sneakers. I'm serious. I know it sounds like I'm crazy and I'm being funny. Get this kid into some real proven sneakers. Them shits are two-bit skips. Those are bunnies. Okay? We call them shits bunnies. No name. Zips. Buster Brown joints. Those are Walmart sneakers that you're selling for $400 that nobody's buying Get this kid into some real fucking sneakers, okay, before he seriously, seriously injures himself. Big baller brand sneakers, continuous ankle problems. Coincidence? Fuck no. Part two of the Lakers are turning into a circus, an embarrassment. LeBron fucking blames I, I'm going to try to not repeat anything I've said in the past, but the, the the Lakers got blown out last night by, I believe, 42 points in Indiana. That's because the entire team is exhausted staying up all night. They're packing their clothes. Yo, I'm getting traded. Oh, I'm not getting traded. Oh, fuck it. I'm not going to unpack. Oh, fuck it. Ah, oh, fuck it. Pack again. No, don't pack. They don't know what to do. And they finally said, fuck you, LeBron. Fuck you, they didn't play hard last night. They're disorganized. The team is in disarray. Another LeBron James team is in disarray. At the end of the game, the motherfucker was sitting on the end of the bench, three seats away from any other players. You are not that fucking dude. You. I'm going to tell you something else, LeBron James. You're not Jay-Z. You ain't Hov. First of all, you're from Akron. 99.9% of what Jay-Z is is that Brooklyn shit. I know that's sort of like an intangible, weird, vague thing. But but I'm telling you, you heard it with Big Daddy Kane. Jay-Z, that, that shit, that laugh, that that's Brooklyn shit. Not everybody from Brooklyn is like that, but that is that Brooklyn shit. Jay-Z has that Brooklyn shit. Kane, it's the six. I don't know how to explain it. You're from Akron, Duke. You ain't on that Brooklyn shit. So there's no way, I don't give a fuck how close you are to Jay-Z. You're still from Akron. It ain't where you're from, it's where you're at, which doesn't really apply to this. I just thought it might before I said it, but you know what I'm saying. Every season, drama. Every season, chaos. And I'm going to tell you something. Again, I I thought the Lakers were going to wind up making a real big push to be in the Western Conference Finals. It's not happening this year. And I'm going to tell you something. LeBron James is going to continue to get injured. And I don't wish that on any player, any basketball player. That is their instrument. Okay? And players are going to be like, fuck it. He ain't the player he used to be. Every season there's something. Last year there was shit. The year before there was shit. The David Blatt season there was shit. This year there's shit. The reason why this fucking guy left Miami is because Pat Riley was not letting him run the fucking program. That's the inside scoop that I know for sure. Pat Riley wasn't having that shit. In Cleveland, you could run amok. Now you're out here with the Lakers trying to run amok and it's imploding on you. Yo, I might go get some fucking eggs. Myself. I might go get some fucking eggs and hit this mural up tonight myself. If I do it, I'm going to take pictures of it myself. Okay? I might hit this motherfucker up with some eggs tonight myself, Duke. This motherfucker's out here causing... This is the Lakers, man. Elgin Baylor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, Shaquille O'Neal, Jerry West in them. Jamal Silk Wilkes in them. Norm Nixon in them. Kurt Rambis in them. You're out here fucking... Turning this, this is L.A. This ain't Akron, Duke. I hope they start booing this motherfucker at the Staples Center, man. Last night in Indiana, they were saying to Brandon Ingram and to the other players, LeBron will trade you. I never appreciated Indiana Pacer fans until last night. What a beautiful moment. That was some creative shit. Plays that clip, Miles. Brandon Ingram in his third year out of Duke. He averaged 16 points last year in year two. He's at 17.2. And his last five, he's averaging 23 points per game with all of the rumors and the speculation. See, hear him? They're saying, LeBron, will trade you. And then when my man JaVale McGee was at the line, the Indiana Pacer fans were chanting, not worth trading. Play that clip. He averaging 11 points, seven rebounds, played in Golden State last year and won a ring. They just presented it to him at the game LeBron James didn't play. Yo, fucked up. Yo, don't be surprised if I send a picture later on of a mural getting defamed and defaced with some eggs. Stay tuned. I am Rappaport Podcast. I, yo, I don't know what the fuck is going on down in Virginia With these motherfuckers that like dressing up in blackface I, I'm going to tell you something I never heard of no crazy shit like this These motherfuckers dressing up in blackface And one of these dudes dressed up in blackface And said he was, he was, he was trying to dress up like Michael Jackson The governor down there Ralph Northam <laughs> Said he used to moonwalk and all that fly shit through a press conference Duke almost moonwalked at the press conference Which I gotta say if, if he had moonwalked at the press conference I think a lot would have been forgiven Just for like Oh this dude's really He's really bugged out And then The Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring I think he he broke this before the story broke on him Said that while he was an undergraduate At the University of Virginia in 1980 He also dressed up in blackface. Ah, what is this weird shit? What is going on in this world, specifically in Virginia? Motherfuckers are dressing up in blackface. I don't understand this shit. Now I dressed up in blackface once <laughs> doing the movie Bamboozled, but I was a paid professional. Everybody in the fucking movie eventually had on blackface. That was part of the movie. Now, this, this cocksucker says the reason why he dressed up in blackface... Now, you got you to gotta peep money. Virginia Attorney General Mark Herring says he dressed up in blackface because he was a fan of Curtis Blow. Oh, no. Yo, di- yo. Check this out, Duke. The only way... Only way you could prove you're a fan of Curtis Blow is you need to recite one of his songs word for fucking word and you need to dance, up rock, pop rock. You need to do something, money, because I don't think you was fucking with Curtis. And, and Curtis Blow was trending out here this morning. I thought he died. I thought something happened to my man Curtis Blow. And people are like making fun of Curtis Blow. Let's not forget... Curtis Blow was one of the first MCs who made songs, theme songs, the breaks, hard times, daydreaming, eight million stories. Basketball was my favorite sport. If I ruled the world, remember Nas did it. If I ruled the world, I free all my girls. Go- Nas, no, play that real quick. If I ruled the world by Curtis Blow. And then play the remix uh, with Lauryn Hill and Nas, If I, I, rule, the-. If I rule The World. imagine that. Imagine that, imagine that. I free all my sons. I love them, love them, baby. You hear that? That's Curtis Blow. So now they're out here making fun of Curtis Blow because he was rocking the Kangos and he had the Jerry Curls and all that shit. Curtis Blow is hip-hop. A pillar of hip-hop. Miles, play a little bit more Curtis Blow, AJ Scratch. In the boss with the people of Fresh Air. Was one DJ who at the test, and now he's down below and he's ready to play. That's right, John His name is AJ. Never gets snubbers when he cuts the beat. He gives top notch service in the clutch on the street. A completely They can't be beat cuz AJ never knew the agony of defeat. don't don't fuck with Curtis Blow. Why are you putting shoe polish on your face, Duke? I don't know what's wrong with these people. Why are you putting shoe polish on your face, Duke? Out here disrespecting my man Curtis Blow. My girl Jennifer Lawrence is engaged. I like Jennifer Lawrence a lot. Okay. Big fan of hers. I think she's dope. Dope actress. Uh, versatile. I call her the Leonardo DiCaprio of women. Of female actors actresses, Uh, that's how high I think of her, she's a great movie star, I think she'll go down history as the greatest movie star of all time, actress wise, female, I think she will be be that uh, in terms of having the sex appeal, the likability, and the acting chops, hence star, can't just be a star if you got the acting chops, can't just be a star if you got uh, uh, the sex appeal. You got to have the whole fucking thing, and on top of it, you got to have that certain je ne sais quoi, you know, like the sick fuck of the week, you, you, you just need that thing, it's an it factor. It's like Miles Davis, he's not the best trumpeter of all time, but he had that fucking thing. There's plenty of other trumpeters that are as good, skilled as Miles Davis, but they just, the name... The whole thing, Miles Davis, like he's just that fucking dude. And I'm not even talking about the, the Miles Davis who um, produces this show. You know what I mean? That Miles Davis, he's great at what he does. Okay, but Miles Davis the trumpeter. has that certain genesis. Not to say that you, Miles Davis, the part of the dust, you don't have that certain genesis. You know what I'm saying? Um, speaking of somebody with that certain genesis, you know that fucking dog, Jerry Sandusky? You know, the Penn State University uh, assistant football coach who, who was uh, sexually molesting all those kids for all those years, who's 75 years old, piece of shit. Uh, he was denied. He, he, this guy's got the balls, the balls to, to request a new trial. See, this how you know somebody's a real sick fuck. They do terrible thing. Lie, hide, cheat, ruin people's lives. And then when they're caught, instead of just saying, yo, I'm caught, I'm 75, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. Come, fuck me in the ass all day. Make me your fuck doll. I deserve it. Instead of just, just doing that and saying that, this guy's trying to get a new trial Trying to change the outcome of his life. The outcome of your life should be you with three dicks all up in your ass. Okay? Getting gang raped to death. That's the outcome of Jerry Say. And if he had any fucking, if he had any any heart, which he doesn't obviously, because that's what a monster like this is. If he had any heart, he would welcome that. Come fuck me to death. Against my will. Kill me. Instead of asking for a new trial, the Pennsylvania Court of Appeals said, Get the fuck out of here, you scumbag. They shouldn't the judge should have fucked him in the ass right there. She said, You know what? I'm gonna fuck you in the ass myself. Just for asking for this dumb shit. See, I'm allowed to say that uh, 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 kind of graphic mm-hmm. stuff here. Well. Premium primetime. Because I know it won't be misinterpreted. I, I, I hope it would never be misinterpreted uh, with, the, with the fans in primetime podcasting. Um, I feel very comfortable speaking to you guys directly in primetime. Uh, finally, more Los Angeles sports. Uh, Los Angeles Rams coach, Sean McFay. Uh, he's given some half-ass explanation about why the best running back in football wasn't the featured running back in football uh, a few days ago for Super Bowl Sunday. He said, and I quote, "Uh, we had gone knowing into the game that we wanted to kind of almost have a shared load between Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson. Why? Fire this guy. So the amount of attempts just rushing the ball the last couple of games was a little different. Why? You see... You're 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 trying to be too smart for your own good. He said we didn't get the amount of plays off and didn't have the drive. Conti- whatever the fuck, yo. If I was the GM, I'd be like, yo, listen, asshole. We know you're fucking boy wonder and all that. You're over there gargling Bill Belichick's balls before the game, and you know you you you're, you're fucking just happy to be there and you blushy cheeked when you say shaking uh, a Belichick's hand and all that stuff. You, Give the best football player on your team the football. It don't. This, that's just the way it works. It's simple mathematics. The best football player on the team should have the football in his hand during the football game that happens to be the most uh, important football game of your lives. It ain't that fucking easy to get back. You never fucking know how it's going to play out. Listen, it's prime time. Um, I'm going to be back Friday Okay, with more fire, more heat. Um, I told you, uh, Saturday night, Ice House, I'll be performing, I think it's 8 o'clock or 9 o'clock, um, Paulie Shore, it's his night, I'm opening up for him, and it's real, I am going to be performing, they call it headlining, I just call it performing, Oxnard, March 14th at the Improv in Oxnard. And March 21st at the Improv in Ontario. So if you guys are around, come fuck with me. Um, I'm going to tear that shit down for you. Um, It's I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, premium primetime podcasting. Uh, Miles, again, take us out with a little bit more Curtis Blow. Uh, I would uh, request um, the breaks. Let me get the breaks by Curtis Blow. Do not disrespect or forget or try to uh, belittle... The greatness and the importance of Curtis Blow. You fucking weirdo blackface freaks out there. Breaks in a bus, breaks on a car, breaks to make you a superstar. Breaks to win and breaks to lose. But these here to rock your shoes, and these are the breaks. Break it up, break it up, break it up.